Motherfucker. Carson Wentz is going to be a beast, though. Three and OT. Let's go. That's kind of a little close for my liking. What's up, motherfuckers? Welcome to GSR Gonzo Sports Room. Wednesday, September 1st, 2021. Got a pretty big show today. Uh, we'll talk some sports betting today since uh, easy, we had technical difficulties since during Easy Money and uh, didn't get to complete that show. So we'll get out our, picks, our pick of the days for that. Uh, Pretty big slate of baseball games for that. Uh, got some big news going on in the NFL. Talk some about Newton, Cam Newton being released by the Patriots. Yeah. Uh, Eric's, Eric's in the room with me today. What's up, Eric? What's going on, Chris? And not much. A little frustrated. Got a little frustrated about having the internet trouble earlier, but. Yeah, I think that was everywhere where I was at, too. There was some internet I think, trouble I earlier. I think Comca- Comcast might have their shit fixed. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was a multi-person thing that that was pay, going on with. Pay too much for Comcast to, <laughs> right. or not to fucking work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Excited for some football, ready to talk some football. Oh, yeah, got college football. Actually, there's a college football game tonight. What game is that tonight? It's uh, Jackson. I got it wrote down here. It's Jackson State. Versus UAB. That's uh, Alabama, Birmingham, Alabama, Birmingham. Yep. I bet that'll be a good game. And if I remember right, in Jackson State, where um, primetime coaches might be. That's probably why it's on TV. If if that is, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure it's Jackson State. Might be right about that. All right, uh, before we uh, get into the, like the football stuff, let's go through some of these baseball games real quick, and then we'll uh, we'll get some of the football stuff. Since we didn't get to do the easy money, we'll run through this a little quick and uh, get out the picks of the day, then we'll move on to some football. Waiting on the phone <coughs> to load up here, but uh, first game actually start. Ooh, actually starting right now. Is the Cincinnati Reds against the St. Louis Cardinals? It's game one of a doubleheader. Uh, they got rained out yesterday, so they're playing a doubleheader today. First game starts at one one ten. So yeah, first game starting right now. I'm gonna flip over to that game. Hopefully, the Reds put it on the Cardinals. But uh, you got. The Reds are uh, minus one and a half on the run line, minus 124 money line. Cardinals are plus 106 on the money line. Uh, Over-under for this game is set at seven. It, it's moved up. It was at six and a half earlier. You have uh, Wade Miley on the mound for the Reds. 
He's a has a 2.74 ERA. He has went seven innings in four of his last six starts. And that's key because today's game is only a seven-inning game. Oh, yeah, the doubleheader, double right? And like I said, he's pitched seven innings four of his last six starts. That means the Reds might be able to get do this first game without have, even having to use their bullpen. That would be huge. Yeah, Miley's been... Oh yeah, been good. Yeah, Miley's been good all season, and uh, McCullough's he's got the, 112 strikeouts on the year so far. Yeah, McCullough's for the Cardinals. He's only made two starts this season, coming back from an injury. Uh, he looked solid in those two starts, but both of those starts was against the Pittsburgh Pirates. So it's right. You know, I mean, the Reds' offense is totally different, but the Reds' offense hasn't been hot the last couple of days. Hoping that rest yesterday, they come out recharged today. But I like the Reds' money line here. Yeah, with Miley on the mound. Here in game one. He always gives you a better chance. Yep. I wanted to get that pick out there before that game started. <laughs> Reds' longest streaks in a single season without a loss. Uh, yeah. Miley's on 16 right now, which is tied with Tom, tied for, tied with Tom Seaver and Wayne Simpson for third overall. One more, and he's up there for... And he's tied for first. I don't like. I'm going to tell you right now. I don't like what's about ready to happen. <laughs> but anyway, the uh, next game's the Rockies at the uh, Rangers. Uh, Rockies are minus one and a half on the run line, minus one forty two uh, money line. Rangers are plus one twenty money line. Over unders eight and a half. Uh, Colorado's terrible on the road. Uh, they've won three of their last six games on the road. Texas is terrible uh, in general, but they've been playing decent. They've been playing better. But the Rockies have won. Uh, Freeland's on the mound, and the Rockies have won his last five starts. Uh, the Rangers have won three in a row. Yeah, they got Ari Ari Hara on the mound. He's he struggling. Yeah. Uh, I would lean toward the Rockies, but like I said, it's hard for me to back the Rockies when they're on the road. This is a game I would not. They're terrible. So I would stay away from. Yeah, it's not. It's not a game I'm going to have in my because picks. Because the Rangers can either score 14 runs in a game, or they're going to have 14 runs put on them in the game. Fucking Goldschmidt hit a home run. Did he really? Yeah. Wow. I knew something happened because the odds changed on me, but uh. Next game after that, cause, yeah, he kind of fell off. I mean, not fell off, but he's not producing yeah, like he did in Arizona. No. Next game, San Diego Padres at the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, Padres are minus one and a half on the run line, minus two twenty money line. Diamondbacks are plus one eighty four on the money line. Over under for this game is at nine. Uh, you have uh, you Darvish on the mound for the Padres. Weaver on the mound for the Diamondbacks. Darvish is 0-6 with a 7.01 ERA since the beginning of July. Uh, With the what ERA? 7.01. He's been terrible since July. Uh, He allowed six hits and five runs in two innings uh, last time he faced the Diamondbacks. You think the Rangers wasted him? Like used him up too early? Well, no, he pitched pretty good for the Cubs. Then, I mean, all right. Yeah. 
You got Weaver on the mound for the Padres. He has a 4.50 ERA. He's making his first start since May, coming back from an injury. Uh, I, I but I like the Diamondbacks here at the plus one and a half. I think it'll be a close game. If they do lose, I think they'll lose by a run. I, I like the plus one and a half. And then you have the Houston Astros at the Seattle Mariners. Uh, Astros are uh, minus one and a half on the run line, minus one twenty or one thirty-two money line. Mariners are plus one twelve on the money line. Over under for this game is set at eight and a half. Uh, you have Ordorzi on the mound for the Astros, Gilbert on the mound for the Mariners. Uh, Ordorzi is 6-6 with a uh, 4.46 ERA. He has had two back-to-back good starts, only giving up three runs combined in those two starts. Uh, Gilbert is 5-5 with a 5.44 ERA, and he's given up 19 runs in his last three starts. Uh, I like the Astros here against the Mariners. At the minus-132 money line. You got Reds and Cardinals game two. Reds are minus one and a half on that on the run line on that game. Minus one seventy four money line. Cardinals plus one forty six money line. Over unders at seven. You got Hap on the mound for the Cardinals and Sonny Gray on the mound for the Reds. Uh, I like the Reds in this game too with Sonny Gray on the mound. Even though they're already down one. Oh yeah, look. look. They'll get going. Next game is the Yankees at the Angels. Yankees are minus one and a half on the run line, minus 295 money line. Angels are plus 240 on the money line. Over-unders are eight and a half. Garrett Cole's on the mound for the Yankees. Naughton's on the mound for the Angels. Cole has Cole is 13 and six with a 2.80 ERA. And the Yankees' bullpen has, has been good of, as of late. Naughton, it's his first major league start. And I'm, I'm pretty sure Otani's sitting the game out. He's having some arm soreness. But even with him in there, the Angels struggle offensively. Uh, I like the Yankees in this game with Cole, with Garrett Cole on the mound. <clears throat> yeah, right now it's hard to bet against But the, the minus Yankees. 295 is a little too steep. And I just don't know if I trust the Yankees enough to give up a run and a half. Can't give up Andrews. a run? Yeah. A run and a half? They have to win by at least two runs. If you take the minus one and a half run line. Then you got the Orioles at the Blue Jays. Blue Jays are minus one and a half on the run line, minus 260 money line. Orioles are two uh, plus two fifteen money line over under in this game is set at ten. Uh, the Orioles are six and fourteen. Or excuse me, Harvey is six and fourteen with a six point one eight ERA. They're terrible. Uh, they have the worst pitching team in baseball. Their bullpen has a five point four nine ERA. <laughs> uh, Blue Jays are seven and four against Orioles this season. Uh, Matz is on the mound. <coughs> Excuse me. 
Matches on the mound. He has a 1.30 ERA over his last five starts. Uh, I like the Blue Jays here at the minus one and a half run line. Let's see. Next game would be... Red Sox at the Rays. Red Sox are minus one and a half on the run line, minus 102 money line. Over-unders at seven and a half. The Rays are minus 116 on the money line. Sell uh, is on the mound for the Red Sox. He, he is 3-0 and with a 2.35 ERA. But the Red Sox are dealing with some COVID issues, and their bullpen could be thin tonight. Uh, the Rays, you have Ramusin on the mound. Uh He's only made five starts, but since they've started using him as a starter, he's been uh, good. In, in those five starts, he's only gave up a uh, combined five runs. Uh, I like the I I lean toward the Rays here just because the Red Sox aren't healthy. But uh, Red Sox, both these teams' offense can get hot and they, and explode. And I kind of lean toward the over the seven and a half on this game as well. Next game, Pirates at the White Sox. Uh, White Sox are minus one and a half on the run line, minus 350 money line. Pirates are plus 280 on the money line. Over-unders, eight and a half. Uh, for the White Sox, you have Rendon on the mound. He's 10-5 and five with a 2.43 ERA. Opponents are hitting 192 off of him. Granick's uh, on the mound for the Pirates. He's He's been struggling. Uh, I like the White Sox here at the minus one and a half run line. All right, let's go. Let's go ahead. I'll give out my picks of the day, and then we'll move on to some football. All right, picks. I hate that feeling you get when you got to sneeze and you can't, and you're like, oh, either yeah. come out or go away. <laughs> All right, my picks for baseball today. I like the Astros money line over the Rangers. Or wait a minute, not over no. Rangers. Sorry, over Seattle. Astros money line over Seattle. I like the Phillies money line over the Nationals. The Blue Jays minus one and a half against the Orioles. The Arizona Diamondbacks plus one and a half against the Padres. And then I like. The Reds uh, money line in both games. That's would be my picks for today. So that's six picks altogether. Think the Reds are going to take both games today. Yeah. They always play each other hard. They're you know never can yeah, tell think, with these I games. I think they're going to take both games today. I like the pitching matchups. Offense has to get going. Our offense can't be. Damn, Jonathan India don't win rookie of the year. Something's wrong. Oh, it's this robbery. Thing. If if Jonathan India don't win rookie of the year, it's it's a robbery. Oh, oh my God! Run just got up robbed on the inside. On a, wow, that was way. That Damn. was he was saying, "Hey, Rook, don't get too uh, big for your britches and start walking away like that." Before I make a call, he was like, "I don't know." That was it's, it. Kind of tailed cl- at the end. It's close. It was yeah, close. Yeah, that was close, but 
I don't know. Barely caught it, maybe. So it was close. You can't. I mean, you got be. That's a pitch you got to. You got to make. You got to fight off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if he's not rookie of the year, rookie of the year, it's fucking robbery. That's about a bigger robbery as that Paul and Woodley fight. Oh fuck! I think that was rigged. All right, before we get into some football, don't forget we're live Monday through Friday. 11 a.m. Eastern on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch with Easy Money, a sports betting show. We're also live every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern with GSR Gonzo Sports Room. That's also live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. Uh, follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all at Gonzo Sports Room. Uh, also check out our YouTube page. We have a lot of content on there. Uh, that's at Gonzo Sports Room. Please hit that subscribe button. Especially if you're an independent wrestling fan, there's a lot of good stuff on So there. we have some big uh, big, big stuff coming, so don't, you don't want to miss out on that. Make sure you hit that bell so you get notifications. Big, big announcements coming. Uh, GSR, Gonzo Sports Room, and Easy Money Sports Betting Show are both available on uh, Apple Podcasts, Anchor Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. By anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can find us. Uh, we also have merch available. Check out our merch store. Got a lot of t-shirts, some hoodies. Just dropped a new, uh, couple new beanies yeah. last night. Dropped some beanies last night. For the uh, upcoming winter cold weather here in good old Indiana. Oh, yeah. Also, we have a donation page at, at that same link. If you'd like to donate to the show to help the show grow, we'd appreciate that as well. Uh, you can find that link in our description. It's also going across the bottom of the screen in the ticker, but it's streamlabs.com forward slash Gonzalez Sports forward slash merch. Uh, go check it out. Get you some GSR and easy money gear. And there's a lot of new gear getting ready to hit. So you don't want to miss out on that. All right, let's uh, or hit us up if you have any recommendations on what y'all would like to see in the merch store. Oh, yeah. We can always uh, make that happen for you guys. Yeah, and any local local artist or any musician, hey, we need a couple intros. If you want to make one, send it to us, and hey, we'll play it. We'll give you your props looking, for it. Yeah, we're looking for some. But just hit, if you local, have some, hit local us up. Talent in state, in state talent, not just necessarily Monty, just local Indiana stuff. We're trying to highlight all all local stuff. I mean, obviously other stuff too, but trying to give big props to Indiana made stuff. So, all y'all out there, all y'all creators, artists of any kind, hit us up. All right, let's talk some NFL. Patriots released Cam Newton yesterday. Of course, this happened on the day that we wasn't live with GSR. Gonna happen today. I think that was for one reason and one reason only, and I'll tell you what this is. You know how uh, Belichick made it, you know, waited to call his uh, starting quarterback. I think he sat down with Cam and was like, "Hey, I'm gonna start the rookie. What do you think about it?" And Cam was like, "I don't want to be a backup. See, I, I, I think- don't want to sit here behind a rookie." I could see that might have been what happened. He was like, uh, I, he was like, would you, he's like, you want to stay and be a backup, 
or you want us to release you and see if you can go get a starting job somewhere else. Yeah, I think Bill probably was like, release me. Let me go try to get a starting job somewhere else. I think definitely Belichick wanted to be the one to talk to him about, not him find out on social media or something like that. Uh, And I can see what you're saying. Scoot up a little bit. Bumping that, shaking that TV. Oh. (laughs) I hate for that to roll over on your head. It'd be nice. Well, if my head hurts, maybe the rest of my body will feel better. But anyway. Uh, yeah, I see it some kind of I think, situation like that. I think that they did. Think but a lot of people think that the Patriots might re-sign them. I think. Then what would be the whole point of cutting him? In the first know. place. I'm not for, sure. Maybe it might they sa- can save money. I was going to say maybe it saves money or something. I'm not sure. Or maybe they talk to him. And he's going to hey, give you a chance. And if nobody nobody takes him, he might go there. They might resign him as their backup or something. I mean, I don't, I, I I don't see know. something like that. All right. Who do you think top destination? Where is he going to go or what's going to happen to him? I've got an idea of a couple of teams in mind that I think he could possibly go to and maybe help, maybe not. I don't. I don't think he wants to be a backup, so I think it on, that cuts him down to only a couple, maybe exactly. a couple teams. My thoughts exactly. Uh, one being probably the Houston Texans. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I really don't know where else. I mean, right off the top of my head, I maybe say maybe Denver, but I think Bridgewater's going to play good for him this for this year. So I, I don't know if you you think at this point that Newton's a better quarterback. In Bridgewater, I don't know. I would, I would think, I personally think they're probably pretty close. But I think Bridgewater's a little more. Bridgewater's your safer choice because he's more the is guy. Is he that, though? Because isn't he a little well, bit more injury prone though? Yeah, but he's more the guy that don't turn the, don't turn the ball over. Yeah. I guess it depends on which way you you want to go with. The and offense. you can run a more conventional offense. Yeah. With Bridgewater, than what? You're going to with Cam. Cam's a little bit more mobile, wouldn't you say? Yeah, probably. But there was times last year it looked like something was wrong with Cam's arm. Because there was some times when he – I mean, throws would come out and just go straight in the ground. Do you think he would take a backup role? I don't know. On a team that's a contender to get a a Super Bowl, though – I don't or know. go because I could see because when you're let's, let's, I mean let's see realistically like the teams Denver maybe they don't necessarily got a strong you know they got you know Bridgewater and Locke um are is Miami sold on Tua yeah. could they use him there what about Washington I'll see the rumor is that Miami in Houston. Rumor is Miami's uh, interested or is still trying to get uh, Watson. Yeah, and I see it. And if they get Watson, depending on if two is in the part of the trade, which I would assume he would be part of the trade, because if not, then that leaves Houston basically without a quarterback. Which who's going to start? Who's right now? They have a uh, Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, that's right. is Cam Newton better than Tyrod Taylor? I don't man. I I would like to think so. 
I mean, he used to be. Yeah, he but used at this, to be. At this point, I'm not sure. I think I think that, is he better than Fitzmagic? I don't think so at this point. Is he better than Tua? Probably. I, I'm not. So, I'm, I'm not a Tua fan. I'm. I've never been a Tua fan. I I thought he was overhyped. Or does he think that he could go in there and take the job away from somebody like a like Carr? And uh, yeah, you know, because I hate I hate to say it, but I think. I think he's probably done, unless unless one of them places give him a chance to start. I don't. I mean, he's, you got I mean, his ego, and I don't blame him. He's. I mean, he's Cam fucking Newton. Right. You know what I mean? He's. Oh, he's always been up here as elite athlete. Always been like the guy, and with one, his you know, with his won personality, the championship in college. With his personality, I just don't see him wanting to be a backup quarterback, do clipboard and all that shit all the time. It's, and not just that, motherfucker. But not just that. <laughs> another home run. Yeah, Cardinals in their fucking home run. Uh, if you if you're new to the show, I'm a big Reds fan. Been a Reds fan. For, I got Pete Rose tattooed on my leg. I've been a Reds fan since I was fucking born, basically. But uh, I think he's done. I think Newton's probably done because I don't think, and not just his ego, but in say that Miami was to bring Newton in to be the backup, then the Soon as two those an incomplete pass, all them fans are gonna be calling for for Newton. You know, what I mean, just he's such a polarizing guy. It ain't his fault, yeah. and I'm not saying it bad. I'm just saying any team you put him on as a backup does that that sets the starting quarterback up for failure. That and it puts the coach. You know, what I mean, it starts a conversation that it could then it could be a distraction. Right. That's what I don't understand with these guys. Like, guys got to be realistic, you know, and and things like that. I mean, I understand it's hard to once you've been up there and on top and such an elite athlete for so long. Yeah, that it's hard. But like, why wouldn't you go? Like, hey, you know, I've been doing this stuff. All these years, and I understand the competitive mentality and all that stuff because I'm pretty competitive about anything I do. And like, take a year back, sit on a on a bench somewhere, be a backup, wait. You know, if if an injury happens, all it takes is one bad play, and and you're a starter again. Go in there, prove your worth, get your stock back up. But that whole year, you can rest your body, rest everything, because you know he needs it. Like really, he probably needs a rest. Well, he set out a whole year. Yeah, but a that's a whole year, year, like of him not really being able to train right yeah. though. But just like yeah. to keep training, but not take the physical abuse on your body, for and then come out next year, you know, clean mental, get all the mental blocks, all the everything that's changing your game, and just. Focus a year on tweaking your game the right way, getting better at the things that you used to be good at, and now it started slipping away from you a little bit. And now come back he, the next year and now say he, uh, he retires, not re, or not, yeah, retires, or nobody picks him up. I guess they don't have to retire, but nobody picks him up. You think he ends up doing as a commentator? So I don't, I don't, I don't know if I see him as do, as a commentator doing that either. 
I don't know. I'll see him more. I'll see him more out and doing shit and probably like fashion and other and other shit outside of sports. Yeah, I could see him doing something. Maybe doing something like what all the athletes are doing. You know now, like getting with another athlete or another somebody and like doing a podcast or some kind of show or something yeah. like that. Yeah, I could see him doing something like that, but I don't see him being like on commentator on TV. Where he or has to like be that. to exactly what they say, yeah. you know. Because he's, he's, you know, pretty loose with what he says sometimes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he has his own opinion, and sometimes his opinion ain't always a popular opinion. But that may be, that may be a reason for them to get it for ratings, you know, to be like, so people can be like, oh, I don't like what he said. Yeah, but that's a lot. A lot of the reason that, like, some like ESPN and some of these other. Yeah, that's that's all. Some Stephen of these other a places Skip are about is, you know, the guys you love to hate because, uh, you know, I mean, with like saying he might not fit what companies want as a commentator. That's right. the same thing that like uh, Pat McAfee battles right. with like ESPN and in places mm-hmm. because he's different. Right, you don't fit that same mold as all these other boring, mother, <laughs> boring ass. You know, I mean, there's some, some good ones, but there's a lot of guys that it's like, come on. And Mac McAfee, dude, if they were to put McAfee on Monday Night Football, that'd help the ESPN's Monday Night Football so much. Anywhere you put McAfee is going to help. Yeah, hey. the dude's good on the mic. He's entertaining. Oh yeah, he's funnier. Like, He's awesome with WWE as a as an announcer. I'm oh, glad, yeah, yeah. I'm glad they gave him that opportunity. Um, him and Michael Cole together are pretty but, good. All right, one thing about this camp thing. If he was just to say, hey, you know, it's like starts boiling down to season start and, you know, or after the first week or two, say he's still not on a team. And he's already like, hey, all right, he gets humbled quickly. It was like, all right, I'm going to go take a backup role on a contender. Somebody that needs a good, uh, somebody that needs a backup that's a decent, or somebody that needs a backup that their quarterback is injury prone. You know, like, who who do you see him? Like a wild shot, like, hey. I'm going to dare say it. Colts? I don't think so. I think the Colts. Cowboys. I think, I think the Colts like. Uh, I think Colts like what they have in Easton and Ellinger. I think they're content with them uh, developing them two guys right now. Cowboys they have possibly. Wins. Cowboys did release all their all the quarterbacks. They, they kept but, uh, the Cooper Rush. Rush yeah, yeah, they released Danucci and Garrett Gilbert. But for the last. I know sometimes they only run with two quarter uh, quarterbacks, and they'll have one on the you know the practice about, squad. Yeah. But and then sometimes they run with three, because like when they had a well they had to run with three last year because because Dak was hurt. But I don't know would he would a place like Dallas be a big enough draw for him where he would say hey okay I don't need to start. Because they ha- they do have Dak, and I mean, does he think he's better what than that? About Dak? this, are the Carolina Panthers sold on Darnold? Get him back. Would the Panthers try to get him back? Because they'd be able to get him cheaper now than what they what they were were paying him when they released him. Hmm. 
Could be. This well, is a this is a time in sports when you're seeing a lot of people return back to their to places. You know, you, yeah. That's true. Ronaldo just returned back to Manchester United. Nobody thought that would happen. Hey, you never know. How many he could go back? How many games do you think the Patriots are going to win this season with Mac Jones as a starter? Do you think that you think they make the playoffs this year? Hmm. Maybe fight for a wild card, depending on. Yeah, I mean, because really, that's like, going, I think that's going to be this is the this is the problem. The really. chance their chance to make the playoffs, I think, will be the wild card. Because I think Buffalo is going to be the best team in that division. Probably yes. But I think the Patriots are probably going to be the second best team in that division. I think Patriots are going to be better than the Dolphins and the Jets. Who knows what the Jets are going going to be? I'm yeah. not I'm not really sold on the, on Zach Wilson. Every time I think of Zach Wilson, I think about that BYU game last year against Coastal Carolina in the spotlight, and that dude that dude played he played he played terrible that night. Well, if you ask Stevie, Zach Wilson. Oh, Steve, Stevie thinks Zach Wilson's he's, the best he's quarterback. He's the, he's the best quarterback yeah. in this draft, or in that draft, according to Stevie. Yeah. Yeah, Stevie thinks he's going to be, have the biggest future ahead of him. That's for sure. If you go by what you've seen so far in the preseason, Mac Jones looks like the best quarterback in that class. But I still think it's going to be Trevor Lawrence. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be good. I think Urban, Urban Meyer just is going to take Urban Meyer a little bit to figure out. What works, what works in the NFL and what doesn't. You know what I mean? I think Justin Fields could possibly, you know, we're talking, we're, if we have the same conversation. I kind of like Fields, but you know what my problem with Fields Five Field to too? six years, if he's not going to be one of them just mainly focused too much on the running aspect that he can do, and then he ends up, you know, RG3 hurt all the time yeah. type of shit. My only you problem know? with Fields isn't even Fields. It's, well, yeah, it's it's the Bears coach. Well, I mean, he's I don't think he's probably going to be there, especially if they have a bad year. I don't think he'll be there much longer. No, if but, they have a bad year this year, hopefully he's gone. But do I think I don't? Yeah, think, I mean, in his whole career, he's not going to have the same coach. So I don't he'll think have his. I don't think. Uh, oh yeah, I don't think Trubisky is that bad of a quarterback. I think that was more on on Matt Nagy's offense, not knowing how to use him. I'm not saying Trubisky's the best quarterback in the league. I think Trubisky could. I do. I think Trubisky has the skills that he could be a quality starter in the NFL if he was with the right coordinator. And Matt Nagy wasn't that right guy. I think Trubisky started and was given too much of a low too early. If he would have been able just to sit. That coach went away from the run game. When they ran the ball that year and had a run game, Mm -hmm. Trubisky was throwing the ball good. And then they wanted to go to all where they don't even run the ball no more. And, And then... It was like he changed the whole offense. It was a whole offensive approach. When you, when especially when you have a defense like Chicago does, yeah. run the ball and control the fucking game. Your defense is going to keep you in the game. Don't turn the ball over. Don't go three and out every fucking time. Is all you got to do. I, I've never been yeah. sold. I just haven't been sold on that Nagy as a coach. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, their offense is terrible. Not terrible, but they've got some guys that they should be better. Like Allen Robinson's a quality receiver, you know. Yeah, I was like, hoping the Colts, if he left there, I was hoping the Colts would go after him. I like him. 
Montgomery's going to be a good quality back. I'll tell you a guy who I think is going to be a sleeper guy to watch out for is that tight end, Cole Komet. Yeah. I think he's going to, especially with the guy like, if, you know, Dalton comes in. Because if you look last year when Dalton was starting for the Cowboys, they did a lot of, you know, short yardage passing, little small passes because, I mean, they had a lot of injuries on their line So last year also, so they didn't have a lot of time. He was trying to get rid of that ball quickly. And the tight ends, which we had Jarwin out last year, and Dalton Schultz did a hell of a job, I think, last year. For I wasn't expecting too much from Dalton Schultz last year. and To me, he overproduced a little bit, like, I, will he get better? I don't know. Will he yeah. be the same now that Jarwin's back? But that just shows you, like, they're going to need a tight end, and Dalton's over there, and Cole commits the tight end, so I think he's going to be used a lot. Same if Fields is in there when he does his little boots or out, little dump-offs to the, you know, to the tight end. And the dude's good. Like, keep an eye out for that dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think they definitely have some pieces there. It's just how good is their line? Speaking of lines, uh, Bakatari for the Packers is going to start the season on the physically unable to perform list, so he's out at least six to week six. Is he? Dude, I, I, I think that, that's going. Yeah, that's going to affect Green Bay a lot. I mean, that's one. You think he's probably he's probably the best lineman. He's, right he's one of their yeah, and he's definitely probably their best lineman. And he's a big. If you look at the stats with him in playing and him not playing, there's a big difference. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, he's so he's out until he's like week six. Yeah, hopefully he. Uh, well, not to me. I hope he don't because I want the Cowboys to go <laughs> division. Or not that division. Packers but in, the, in, in the in Packers the, better figure out this, Packers better figure it out this year because I think this will be their last. I think year, there's I a think, good. I think this is going to be their last year having Rodgers and having Devontae Adams. Yep, and if they ain't careful, Jones too. Yep, I could I I can definitely see Devontae Adams going wherever wherever Rodgers goes. I can see I can see Adams going. Who do you think is gonna be uh is gonna win the Colts division? Colts. Over Tennessee. Tennessee got they're tough they're gonna be tough, man. I, oh, think. I think they're gonna be tough, but I think the Colts are gonna be tough. I... To me it all goes it it all depends on Carson Wentz. Red score to run. To me, it all depends on... Tucker Barnhart with the RBI single, driving in Votto. On what Carson Wentz, the the Colts get. I think... I've been saying this. And I honestly think that he's going to have a decent year. I've been saying this. I know people probably think I'm just saying it to say it, but I'm dead serious. I think Carson Wentz is going to be in the MVP conversation this year. I think he's going to have one of his his best years he's had. I think he's going to look like he did that year that he was in the MVP conversation before he got hurt. I think it's – I just – if you listen to him talking stuff, he just seems a lot looser, more uh, – he, 
He seems happy. You know what I mean? Right. He don't seem all tensed up. He just seems loose. And all the reports are coming out that like all the receivers and his teammates and everybody love him. So I, I think I think he I think it's gonna be a perfect fit. I really do. Okay, here's the and, and think about this. He's never had a top ten defense or he's never had the type of running game exactly that he That's has now. Or he, he, the other big thing, he's never had the offensive line like the Colts have. I mean, even the receivers. Oh yeah, well, I mean, yeah. Because he was his well, Aguilar was his main yeah, guy. Which we they had Deshaun Watson. We're not going to have was, Hilton for. We're not Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Jackson yeah. for a little bit. All his starters, well, in Philly, all his starters, all of his receivers was always hurt the last two years. He was throwing the practice squad guys. Mm-hmm. And Zach Ertz. I wish the Colts would have went and gotten Julio, especially now with Hilton. Hilton's going to be out probably four or five weeks. Is he? Back with uh, disc in his back. This is going to be time for my man Zach Pascal to shine. Pascal, uh, Pittman. I still ain't Paris. Gave up, I was going to say, I still ain't gave up on Paris Campbell. When he's healthy, he's a game changer. Yeah. He just can't. He makes a big play. Every time he came into the game, he makes a big play, but then he gets fucking hurt. <laughs> yeah. But that, hey, that dude, and he's faster than fuck. He could, he could be definitely be a big deep threat for us. He can stretch the field for us. But I think this year... Um, Mo Alley Cox is going to have to have another big year. This is... Uh, and then Doyle, he's just, I mean, Doyle's just your... He's just your all-around utility guy. He can block. He can he can catch. He'll make that... He'll make the big third-down catch for you on, in short distance. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's your... He's, he's like reliable. He's like you're your not, Mr. Reliable, yeah. You're not going to get a whole lot more than... You know, then a baseline from him, but you're not going to get a whole lot less either. Yeah, you're going to get that steady, you know, maybe like thirty to I fifty think they yards play, uh, a game, receiving some good blocks, yeah. and I think they should play Naeem Hines more in like the slot. And you know what? And I bet you that's what I was just about to lead into. I was going to say to me, I think the Colts' receiving core, even with their tight ends included. Have got a lot to prove, yeah. Because especially with Ty out, because well, Ty had kind of had something to prove as far as does he? Yeah. How much does he still have left in the yeah, game? Yeah, Ty didn't have a good year last. Because yeah, is that is this the decline of Ty? Is this when he starts going downhill? So he had to prove, hey, is he still relevant in the NFL game as a receiver, as a top receiver? Then you got Michael Pittman coming in. Was is he relevant as a hive of draft pick? He showed, you know, and he he's he everybody flashes. knows everybody knows his dad. He showed also, flashes of it last year, right? And he's got the name, second generation NFL athlete. So like he has something to prove. Paris Campbell has something to prove because he's been injured the yeah, last two years. Healthy. Can he stay healthy and make a difference? Yeah, like. Mo Ali Cox, he had a decent season last year. Can he do it again? If I'm the Colts, I put both running backs in the backfield and Naeem Hines out in the slot and do who stop me. You have so many options because Mac and Taylor can both catch the ball. Mm-hmm. And Mac's going to be fresh. Dude. You know what I mean? He's coming off a year of. He's been rehabbing, but here the last few months he's just been concentrating I, on football. I can't believe it. I was surprised to that me, he stayed. The, to me, he's been kind of – they kind of did him dirty, though, because they act like Mac was 
not a good running back, you know. And the, yeah, Taylor came in and and killed it, dude. But Mac was killing it too. To me, they're about equal as far as talent wise mm-hmm. and everything. But they gave I wouldn't. They gave Mac a contract this year. Then he, if he has a good year, he'll he'll get paid. Yeah, but are they going to give him? How are they going to share that? Backfield, especially with Hines. Oh, dude. That's why I said Hines needs to go who are, that, to, to like uh Reich. The way Reich does, you never know who, which running back's going to be in there. Hell, Taylor would run two or three 13-yard runs, and you might not see him the rest of the fucking half. He might have the other guy in there. You just you never know with Reich. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. How are they going to work that? Because all three of them backs are good, you know? I think you're going to see Hines use more the slot as a receiver, I think. He should be, especially with Ty out. He's better, and, and honestly, he's better in that spot to me. He's better if you get if you can give him the ball out in the open, because he he's elusive, he's quick. Because uh, he's better there. He's than, too he's too uh, too small yeah, sometimes. Whenever he's trying to run it, yeah. and you know they they do you know run off tackles or run you know. I think I, yeah, I think he's then, better getting the ball out in space. Yeah, I mean, sometimes he gets taken down easy on a run. You know, like, whereas far like a Taylor or yeah. Mac, like, it's hard for one guy to take them down one on one. All you know, like, unless it's like an Aaron Donald or somebody like crazy. You know, just a good ass defense yeah. guy, one of the top defensive guys. But just like your old regular average defensive guy that's on a team, it's going to be hard for them to take down a Mac or a Taylor just one on one. Oh yeah. Yeah, Taylor's a fucking... Yeah, he's a beast. But so was Mac. That's just like, everybody just like, just threw Mac out like he was oh, no, yesterday's Mac, newspaper Mac to was, me. Like, no, he was right there as one of the best backs in the league. And, but like on fantasy and everything, he they're like, don't touch this guy. Do not draft him. He's not going to do... He had, he was like, projected to have like three points. Oh, and yeah. Like 200 yards on the season or something like that. Like, some of that they don't know how he's going to come back from injury, but they over they overreact on that. Yeah, too. I mean that's anybody. That's Christian McCaffrey just had a big injury, yeah. like, and he's still rated the number one running back. Like, do we really know if Christian McCaffrey's going to be the exact same? I mean, chances are yes, he probably is, but you know it goes every way. Like, look at the scoreboard. I don't think right you write off Matt. Just look at that Taylor scoreboard now. That's what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, shit. The Reds didn't come out on top. They just gave up a base hit. That's the thing about Miley. He might give up little base hits, but it's usually ground balls like that. I'm surprised he gave up them homers that he gave yeah, up. Yeah, and that most of the time. Farmer usually gets hit. to those. Yeah. Farmer just couldn't get to it, but he's usually. That just squeaked right out okay, outside of his glove. Who do you think is going to win the offensive rookie of the year this year in the NFL? Got Tre- Trevor Lawrence, Mac Jones, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance. Only reason Fields is on there because we don't know. I mean, you put Fields on there too, just like Lance, because we really don't, we don't know when know Lance is going to start either. Either. Uh, I think Trevor Lawrence, but Mac Jones has looked impressive as well. Mm. I don't know. That's going to be a tough one. I'm going to say. Uh, Jamar Chase or Jalen Waddle. Okay. You're saying it's not going to be a QB, okay? 
mean, it could be. Watch out for one of them. One of them. Uh, one of them wide receivers. A chase or a waddle. Because I think. I mean, who do they really have? In a now, if Jimmy G gets hurt, and Lance plays, he could have a good chance because they have San Francisco has he has a good team around him. I don't know how good that. Oh, you know what I mean? It's Lance Reddy. He didn't. He didn't have a whole lot of college experience right. and stuff. I don't know how far Same along thing he is. Kind of, you can say with Justin Fields also. Mm-hmm. What week does he start? If he starts week six, it's going to be hard for him to. If he starts week three or something, he's got a chance. You know, depending on how he plays. Yeah. That's kind of. I mean, right now, if you had to make like a better's guess, like a just a straight. You have decision. You have to probably go with Trevor Lawrence. I would say. I I think they're, they're yeah. they have he has better receivers. I, yeah, say, yeah, I think Urban Meyer. Will, I think they'll figure out the offense down there. I really do. It might take a couple games, but they'll get it figured out. I mean, I don't know about his running game. If if Jacksonville's running game is better than the Patriots, I mean, they're kind of about even, maybe. I mean, now you got a uh, James. Who's it? James anybody Washington. Did anybody get Minshew? Yeah, the Eagles. Oh yeah, traded the Eagles, for him. Yeah, the Eagles got Minshew. Yeah. Uh, Does that mean you think they just got him to have another backup, or do you think that that they uh, might be having some second um, thoughts on Jalen Hurts? Let me see something today. I think they're having some second thoughts about Jalen Hurts. Did they keep? They kept three quarterbacks, huh? Because I'm looking at the uh, Eagles waived list, and I'm not seeing Joe Flacco on there. Yeah, so they must still have Flacco on there right now. So they must be keeping three three quarterbacks. I think with the guy like Jalen Hurts, Kyler Murray, you know Justin Fields, Trey Lance, you have to have a good backup because they're. You know, they're mobile guys. And what's the history of mobile guys like that? They always go down, at least for some period of time. You know, um, they're going to get hurt if you're going to miss time. Yeah. If you took more than likely at some point, they do. And I think that is like, do we want to, you know, focus on Joe Flacco as our backup? I mean, yeah, he was, he's a, Proven guy, he's got a history. He's been there, done that. But is that the guy really you wanna you wanna depend on, or can you go out and let's get a, make a trade for a Minshew in case? Could be a little bit of both. Could be they're not a hundred percent. So maybe they're like fifty or like seventy five percent. I think sixty six percent. I think they might be having some doubts about Hurts. Could because you got to remember this the this coaching staff didn't didn't draft yeah, it. they didn't draft hers yeah I think Hertz could be decent he did good whenever I he think came he in could, but I think that I think he's one of the guys that could have benefited a lot by having a year to learn and before coming in if he would have never played last year this year I think he would have had a chance oh, to maybe do but I don't know he. Them few games last year probably boosted his confidence, and 
the fact that Carson Wentz took off running out of town also. Cardinals are fucking beating up on Wade Miley today, dude. You know, so. Yeah. I don't know, but is Minshew a guy that's a guy that you're good enough to be like, hey, or is he just, or is he just, he he showed flashes in Jacksonville, but what would he, so I mean, what would he do if he had better weapons? You know what I mean? If you put him in a better situation. Is he a guy that you would even consider giving the starting job to, or is he just a quality backup? I don't think the Eagles are a much better situation than what the Jaguars (laughs) Might be worse now. No, I, I mean, see. they do got Devontae Smith. I mean, he's going to be a good receiver in the NFL. Oh, yeah. More than likely. I mean, they got, I guess you could say, two reliable tight ends. I mean, if you're going to have a young quarterback who's a mobile runner, you know, that's kind of what you want, right? I mean, yeah. they said, I mean, Ertz is getting up there in age, and he is starting to – Declined a little bit in talent because he was hurt a lot last year. But, I mean, it's Ertz. He's still going to – if you need him, he's still going to be able to make a play. Yeah. And then that Dallas Gadare, Goddard, whatever, I mean, he he played really well last year. So, I think he's going to be a bigger part of their offense than Ertz is. I do too. So, like – and then now he's got a big play receiver, but they still don't really have much of a running game. That, yeah. Who's their running? But I mean, well, Miles Sanders and the and, I mean, is he uh, is, is this he coach a, is this coach they brought in, which he's from the Colts. He was the off, well, offensive coordinator, but is he? I mean, is he the guy? Some of his press conferences, he hasn't made himself look very good. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Which, what about the, somebody like Devontae Smith? You know, like, yeah. and with the Colts, could he how be much, uh, up there for a uh, rookie of the year? How much input did he, like, say, okay, he was the offensive coordinator, but how much input did he have in the offense because Reich calls the plays? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is he going to try? Is he going to try to call the plays for the Eagles too? That Suriani? did is did he get his position just because of shine off of right? You know, the shine off of right. You know, caught him some, so hey, you know it made him goes. look Hell, good by association. Like fucking uh, McVeigh got like five coaches hired just because. To me, that's just because Bjorkman. they knew, Just because they knew McVeigh. Hell, that was oh, you, Bjork, Bjorkman. Yeah. Oh, you the Pacers? You drink coffee with Sean McVeigh? Okay, oh, come on. You be the coach of the Cincinnati Bengals. Let's go. It, you know what I mean? It was crazy. To me, that's how Bjorkman got the job. I was like, yeah, you were, like, the, honestly, you were the assistant from when, you know, because the yeah. Raptors won last year. Yeah, come on. Let's like, be our head coach. Like that dude from, uh, oh, fuck. I can't, lost my thought. It was about McVeigh. Oh, uh, yeah. Who else went? Uh, oh, the coach for the Cardinals. Dude got fired in college, goes to, to go, go be the offensive coordinator at USC, and then the next day is the head coach of the fucking Arizona Car- Cardinals, uh, Kingsbury. Oh, yeah. He was, but, like, to be fair, he was he was a decent. I used to watch him a lot because 
I like Tech. Oh, his offense is always he was, good. He but, was the, uh, but he had a he had a losing record as a yeah he was in college Texas as Tech. a head coach. They but they'd always score points. But when you're in that off when you're in that uh they was always offensive team mm-hmm. that always had you know they could score forty points a game but they're going to give yeah, up forty two. Yeah, their defense was you know like brutal. And you're playing the likes of. You know, UT, TCU, Alabama, or Oklahoma, yeah. you know, all them teams in the Big 12, Baylor, A&M, every week, and you got a less than, you got a shitty defense, you're not going to fare very well. They was putting up points, but they couldn't stop them. All right. Well, oh, let's talk about this real quick before we get out of here. A lot of people think that one of the reasons Cam Newton got released by the Patriots is because he wouldn't get the vac- vac- vaccine and that he had COVID last year and he had to sit out five days because of the misunderstanding or whatever. And a lot of people think that's why they got released. I don't think that was why, but I did read a thing where the NFL is actually giving teams incentive to stay away from uh, unvaccinated players. So there's about ready, there's probably going to be a big old argument or some fuck, probably some kind of class action suit or something because there's, yeah, the NFL Players Association is probably you can't come out and just say hey we're not. We're not going. We're not, we're not interested in you because you didn't get vaccinated. You know what I mean? That's that goes against like the uh, equal opportunity. That's gonna be crazy stuff. You know, like it's go. You know how big that's. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, that's almost like saying, "Hey, you're you can't be here because you're Catholic or you know you're Muslim or you're you know Jewish or whatever." You're like, because you're Methodist. <laughs> yeah. Ate him up, ground ball. Well, that's like saying, up. you know, we're not gonna, we're we're not gonna sign you because you're a Democrat. We're not signing you because you're Republican. Like yeah. something like that, your own personal choice, stuff like that. I don't, you I, can't. And I don't understand do why that, people like, get so caught up in that. I mean, I don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican or a a unicorn. If you treat, if you fucking treat me with respect, I'm gonna treat you with respect back. You don't. You're not going to always, everybody's not going to agree on every fucking thing. Right. So you got to quit getting offended when cause somebody has a different opinion than you. Hey, and there's too much stuff out there. It's an opinion. It's, it's not a fact. Right. That's, the, that's the biggest problem. Everybody wants to take opinions as facts. No, that's your, it's an opinion. Yeah. There's a difference between a fucking fact and an opinion. All this, everything political is just crazy because it's like, you know, the red side, the blue side, you know what? How can you not? understand that all you guys are the exact same one president one politician from one side one politician from the other side it does not matter they all work for the same place did he tag them you know there ain't nothing different yes your your people ain't making no difference your people ain't making no difference everything's they're yeah. all just trying to divide us. Like, come on now, just understand that. Like, 
There's so many more similarities it with everybody. Let's, how about we focus on the similarities with each other? And it's not worth and not worry about the differences with each other. And it's not worth not talking to family and shit over. Yeah. Because one day, one day, hey, something could happen, and you ain't gonna have that chance to talk to that family no more. Right. Let's all focus on Polit- our similarities and be like, hey, yeah, politics ain't that deep. Um, <laughs> I mean, come on. Because them people don't really, honestly... Them people don't care don't, They don't those. know you. They don't care about you. They don't... All they care about is lining their pockets. Exactly. At the end of the day, we're still going to be the same <laughs> yeah. space, the same thing, no matter what color is in power. So, I try to just stay out of all of oh, it. Oh, yeah. That's what I do. Like I said, I don't care... Who you I don't are. like none of the politicians. You treat me with <laughs> you treat me with respect. I'll treat you with respect. I don't care like if you're Democrat, Republican, fucking like I said, a unicorn, a fucking alien. Exactly. I don't give a fuck. If you treat me yep. good, I'm gonna treat you good. It's just that's how I was raised. Treat people with respect. Yep. Exactly. All right. Before we get out of here, I gotta grind. <laughs> no, I'll give uh, let's give a shout out to Ju- Justin Starling. For the song Grind, make sure you check him out on uh, Spotify. Also, we use a, a, Bizan- a lot of music from Bazanji. Make sure you check him out on Spotify as well. They both, they both put out some bangers. Uh, don't forget we're live Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern with Easy Money, a sports betting show. Uh, come join us. We're giving out winners. That shows on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. Also, we're live at 1 p.m. Eastern, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at with uh, GSR Gonzo Sports Room. Come join us for that. It's always entertaining. Hope, hopefully, well, at least what we hope it's entertaining anyway. <laughs> we think it is. But anyway, uh, follow us on social media, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, all at Gonzo Sports Room. Uh, you can also find GSR Gonzo Sports Room and Easy Money, a sports betting show in podcast form on Apple Podcasts, Anchor Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcasts, about anywhere you find podcasts, you can find us. Uh, check out our merch store. Got t-shirts. Just dropped some new beanies last night. Let us know if there's anything you'd like to see. Go, ch- go check out the uh, the What's Up Motherfucker t-shirt. It's up on the screen. Go check it out. We also have the GWR T-shirt, go check that out. We have hats, beanies, hoodies, long sleeve T-shirts. More stuff's dropping. Just keep checking it out. There's also a donation page at that same link. If you'd like to uh, donate to help the show grow, that'd be that'd be great. If not, hey, that's cool too. We just appreciate you hanging hanging with us and watching. Uh, hit that follow button, the subscribe button. Get, that bell so you get the notifications yep. and the link for the merch store is streamlabs.com forward slash Gonzalez sports forward slash merch you can find that in the video description or it's also in the bottom of the screen on the ticker uh, we got some uh, pretty big shows coming up so make sure you stay tuned we'll see you guys tomorrow at 11am for uh, easy money and we'll see you guys again Friday for GSR Keep an eye on our social media for some announcements coming up. We got some big big things going on here soon. You got anything else before we get out of here, Eric? Keep an eye out for everything coming out. We got some stuff happening. Got some 
some good talks coming up and see what it we we got some uh we got some tricks up our sleeve. Okay. <laughs> uh, now everybody be safe out there. Be kind to everybody. Hey, you're, hey it's a Thanks for, uh, for tuning in. It's a Wednesday. That means you're, we're halfway through the week, almost to the weekend. Let's give a shout out to Billy Buffer for the stoner thoughts as well. Check him out on Netflix. Or Netflix on uh, Spotify. <laughs> on Spotify. Fuck. He ain't on Netflix. He's, I don't think he's on. Uh, he might be, but I don't <laughs> think so. But he's definitely on Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great way to end the show. Yeah. We'll see you guys tomorrow at 11 a.m. for Easy Money. We'll see you back Friday for both shows. Hope everybody has is having a great week. Peace. Peace. <laughs>